This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome back, everybody, to Marking Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Uh, this is Marking Out, episode 350. We are 10 degrees away from a good 360 and 190 away from 450. Uh, anyway, yeah, Marking Out 350. Uh, you can listen to this and all past episodes on MarkingOut.com. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, uh, Google Play. Uh, wherever you find your podcasts, uh, we're more than likely there. Uh, you can get at us on numerous forms of social media, uh, facebook.com slash markingout, twitter.com slash markingout, uh, markingout1 at gmail.com. Uh, our YouTube page is markingout11 for some reason. Uh, and yeah, find us on there. Um, my name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at ChrisSweenDog, even though I've been social media free for a week. And... Let me tell you, it feels great. Um, buy our t-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Uh, Dave is, again, unfortunately not joining us this week. Uh, however, in his absence is me, and not in his absence, and the man that will be here till the end of time uh, is Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you? I am doing awesome as always. How are you doing? Uh, good, good, good to hear. Um, it's been a crazy week, crazy week. You know what? Like going into the show, it's like, all right, we can just talk about. It. We have a couple things to talk about, and then because we're <laughs> so we record. You know, last week we recorded on a Wednesday. This we're, it's eight ten Friday night, and we're recording the podcast now because that's what we had to. And man, I am happy that we did. I'm happy that we waited because it is going to be a hoot of a show. Uh, but anyway, talking before we get into our show, Brandon, how was your week? It was good. Uh, last Friday, I went to a winery. Which winery? Um, ooh, I think it was called Jason's. Okay, where was Jason's? Uh, I don't know. Somewhere not. I'm gonna just let's say near Ronkonkoma. Okay, out not, east, the north, not quite north? sure. Yeah, it was northeast. Okay, so it was North Shore. Yeah. Yeah, that's my printer in the background. If anybody wanted to know. Oh, your printer? I was like, "What is?" Yeah, that's my printer. I, was I had no idea. What, I had no idea what a printer was for a second. I was like, "What's a printer?" <laughs> I know. What are magnets? How do they work? Yeah, but uh, I went with I went with my mom and my nana for my nana's birthday. All right. Did um, uh, did, what? What did you drink, Brandon? I kind drank, of reds, white. I drank first beer. Clear. I drank okay. water. <laughs> I had water. But uh, yeah. I feel like you would you would enjoy you know there's certain wines you're probably like no wines disgusting no there's there are certain wines uh, I mean I like Manischewitz red wine you would love Manischewitz wine well it's the same grapes as Welch's grape juice oh boy hey. <laughs> I mean it really just tastes like you're drinking grape juice in general so yeah and uh, you got fish naked on the holidays no I don't but there are some white wines that I like. But I don't. What do I need to drink wine for? It's just I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. I'm a diet coke, diet Pepsi guy. 
You shouldn't be drinking that aspartame and sucralose, but that's well, yeah the point. All right, so what uh, what else happened to you this week? So Brandon? wait, so I so I'm at the winery. And I have to say I enjoy. I think I enjoy going to a winery more so with a group of of people as as opposed to just two other people. No offense to my mom and Nana, but uh, it was just I just sat there sitting. Okay. But afterwards, we went to Cheesecake Factory for happy hour, and I absolutely crushed happy hour. I bet you did. Dude, it's fantastic. Have you ever gone to Cheesecake Factory or, or Grand Lux Cafe in general? I've been to Grand Lux Cafe. Have you, been, a- have you been to their happy hour? No, I haven't. Okay, so they have appetizers for five ninety five, a select group of appetizers. The Cheesecake Factory that that the, is the one that we that we would go to by the Source Mall. They they, okay. just, they don't have the happy hour because their bar is like three seats. Okay. So other Cheesecake Factories out east have the happy hour and their menu for a plate of nachos that costs like twelve bucks. You can get for five ninety five. That's well, that's uh, it's corporate. Like, Corporate gimmicks for you. It's completely worth it to get it during happy hour. So you get those, the chicken sliders, hamburger sliders, um, egg rolls and stuff. So good. Philly cheesesteak egg rolls? Uh, no, they were Tex-Mex, Tex-Mex egg rolls. I don't know about that. What do you Chinese mean? and Mexican like, food combined? for yeah, uh, Dude, dude. They have, um, at, at uh, Grand Lux Cafe, they have Asian nachos that are fantastic. They're wontons instead of corn chips. Well, that's they're so yeah, good. If you if you were combining tortilla chips with you know hoisin sauce and bok choy, you know that'd be different than yeah. you know using crispy wontons. Well, so. no, the the Tex Mex egg rolls are just the Tex Mex ingredients inside of an egg roll. It's like a Philly cheesesteak egg roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it mends. It works. It's great. All right, so you crushed happy hour. Yeah. So uh, yeah, then we uh, later on in the week we filmed cooking with Brandon. <laughs> We did, and for all those probably like three people that are excited about it, one of them being our our good friend Montreal Broski, um, we may have filmed the dumbest skit in all of cooking with Brandon history. It really is. I was going back and looking at the footage. You could just hear me in the background going, "This is the stupidest thing we've ever done." <laughs> so wow. I looked. I looked at the footage. Uh, that's about it. So anyway. It'll be out before the end of 2017. Brandon's like, why? You told me it's going to be done by Thanksgiving. No, you, you didn't tell me that. And I assumed I it wouldn't be. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And I told Brandon that if he says, hey, how's it going with cooking Brandon? I'm just not doing it. No, I wasn't. So. I was never, ever going to ask you in general. So, But yesterday I ended up, I went to go to a taping of Jimmy Kimmel live okay. in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Academy of Music. Okay, interesting. They, they, they don't film... I thought they filmed it at uh, Rockefeller Plaza? No? No, they filmed Jimmy Kimmel Live in California. Oh, okay. On, on ABC sorry. Network. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they moved. They, they had the show for a week in Brooklyn. Billy Joel was a guest. Tracy Morgan was a guest. Billy Joel performed. What did Billy Joel perform? Uh, he performed Miami 2017. Okay. In 2017. Oh, wow. Well, Look I mean, at that. Yeah. I heard it in April, but... You did. It's still cool. But, uh, yeah, and then I, I met Thumbs Down, Thumb Down Memes guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a lot of press this these days. Yeah. 
It was weird that, like, I guess they used him in a bit, and then he was just outside afterwards getting mobbed. Mobbed. Absolutely mobbed. Well, I felt, I felt th- so weird taking pictures of him. Well, you can thank the uh, the New York Yankees for that one. I mean, you could thank the, the New York Mets as well. Well, no. Well. It, the, listen, don't thank the New York Mets for anything. And if you're, if you're a Mets fan, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, he is a Mets fan, so. Well. The, he went to the game. It was so, so the, the they, basically no. The backstory is the Yankees stole something from the Mets. They didn't. Well. It wasn't the. Nope, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong well. because it was Major League Baseball. Thinking, okay, this is how it goes down, and this is what I, Brandon doesn't know what he's talking about here, ladies and gentlemen. Major League Baseball was trying to keep costs down on trying to allocate a series between the Yankees and the Rays, so if they can cut costs down by making it played at City Field, that way all the Yankees players can stay home and they don't have to pay for all their families what, and all their teammates. What are you talking to, about? They, they had the, the hurricane. Yeah. So they didn't would, have the hurricane. What? They didn't have a hurricane. The, what the Yankees say? Florida. Okay, guess, Florida had a hurricane. Yes. The, so the game was, was supposed to be played in Florida. They couldn't use Yankee Stadium because there was a concert at Yankee Stadium. No. A hundred percent. No, there was a... I will slap bet you on this. I'm not doing that, but the last time because, you tried to bet me, you were wrong. No, I'm right, because I went to those games, and there was going to be a concert at City Field. That's why the parking was all screwed up. No, there was... No, no, no. There was... Yes, there, yes. Why, why did they not use Yankee Stadium? Because why would the Yankees be the road team in their own home park? I don't know. I'm. Pr- I really. Th- I could swear there was a concert. No, there was a. There was supposed to be a three day festival the, that weekend at City Field. I forget what it was called, but I remember they you were giving out free like three day passes to it, and I just didn't take the tickets. Um, so we had to take buses in from like a random sketch parking lot, like ten minutes outside of F- City Field, and they dropped us off at the tennis courts. I went to those games. I sat third row. Aaron Judge is a, a ginormous man. I so don't know. I, I, anyway, I was under the impression that, that that they had concerts there. At Yankees, they have concerts at Yankee Stadium all no, the time. I meant How, during that time. No, they didn't have it because it would. Why it would be stupid to have the Yankees be the away team at their own home park, and they were trying to keep costs low because they were having to fly in all the Rays. The Rays players, the Rays management, the Rays coaching staff, the Rays families, because they didn't want to be in the path of Hurricane Irma. So rather than having to use hotels for both the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees, they were like, oh, let's do it at City Fields. All the Yankee players can stay home. We don't have to pay for the Yankees to have hotels and everything like that. And then we could just do, all we have to do is pay for the Rays. So it was like an economical thing. Well, regardless. That's one, ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. Yankee thumbs up. The Yankees got, stole stuff from the Mets. Yeah, okay. And the, and the Mets are going to be stink, stinky for years to come. Uh, anyway. You know, first of all, Mets fan, that, that Mr. Thumb Down that everybody, that all the Yankees players stole from, said he's happy to see the Yankees go on to go to the World Series. He hopes the Yankees prob- want. Because he's probably a fan of the sport. And I'm... I'm excited for the Yankees to go to the World Series. Actually, we have the, I have the game on right now. It's zero zero. Let me um, jinx it, but I, they have a they have a good shot. Well, 
Well, I mean, so do the, the Astros. So, the, yeah, well, you know what? They're not 3-2. to two. So, anyway, okay, so Yankees thumbs down guy, who's a Mets fan, is wants to see the Yankees go to the World Series because he's probably a fan of baseball. Yeah. It's, it's an underdog story. The Yankees haven't been an underdog for a very long time. You know, not maybe since maybe 1996 when they lost the first two games to the Braves and then came back and won the thing. Um, anyway, all right, great. So you went to Jimmy Kimmel. You saw the thumbs down guy. What else did you do th- Thursday? Uh, I went to Junior's. Ooh, I wanted to go there last week when I was in Brooklyn, but we went somewhere else instead. How was their cheesecake? I, it's funny. Everybody always says that. I, don't, I didn't get their cheesecake. How was your pastrami sandwich? I got a hamburger. Okay. And it was good. I quite enjoyed it. I took it home and enjoyed it more. So did you eat Junior's after the taping? Uh, yeah. Okay, because I was going to say, if you had to sit through the, the, the taping with uh, a disgusting hamburger, just sitting in front of you, you'd be the next meme guy. Oh, it's the, the guy that eats a hamburger, the Jimmy Kimmel uh, audience guy. <laughs> I, they probably wouldn't have let me in with that. They had signs yeah. up that said no food and stuff, but I had to. I snuck some photos. I, I I didn't like go hard and sneak during the taping, but I was so okay. close. I was so close to recording Billy Joel performing, and I think I could have. I think I could have gotten away with it too. Oh really? I really. I, I do think I could have. I just. No. I don't know. Like, I don't want to be disrespectful, but. Yeah, no. Listen, they say no, no filming, no filming. Yeah, but I was I I busted out my camera afterwards, took pictures. Nice. He didn't give out free free tickets like he hoped you did. No, he I did hope not. He would? No. Okay. I guess tonight's show was sold out. They, I think all of them are usually sold I, out. Yeah, I think uh, he sold out through maybe November, December, and then yeah. they announced that they're starting up again in January. Oh wait, the shows? Yeah. Interesting. Billy Joel's continuing on his residency. Hey, let him do it. The Backstreet Boys have residency right now in Vegas. Yeah, but that's a little different. Why is that a little different? Because Billy Joel plays once a month. Yeah, the Backstreet Boys play every single night. Yeah. I know. My wife wants to go. Uh, I probably would suggest waiting for them to tour. Yeah, they, I, think they, I think the residency ends in like February. So I'm assuming they'll probably go on some like... They're going on tour. So my sources are telling me. Yeah. They should. My sources. They, they sh- uh, yeah, you guys should definitely wait for them to tour. Because cool. it'd be cheaper and you don't have to fly to Vegas. Hey, I've, never, I've never been to Vegas before. I've never been either. All right. Cool. Excellent. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's, uh, let's get on to some outside the ring stuff since Brandon doesn't want to ask me how my week was. I was going he's a selfish to- I was going to say, how was your weekend? Selfish you Bob said, Backlund, excuse me. You said, let's go forward with the podcast. Okay. But how was your week? Oh, my week was fantastic. Thank you so much for asking, Brandon. More importantly, how was your Wednesday? I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I had to deal with Brandon. When you, I came, not, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't. I came home and crushed beers. I'm like, God, I was Brandon for seven hours. Ugh. No, but uh, no, I've had a very eventful week. Uh, last Friday I worked. Saturday I went to that concert that I mentioned to, which was awesome. Um, you know, me and my buddy Kyle went, and we saw three bands. 18 Visions, like, crushed it, and I have a mark at moment of the week around that, which I didn't even tell Brandon about. 
So it's awesome. Uh, the first band was this band from Quebec, right? Quebec or is it Quebec? I mean, you could say however you want. Okay. I, I believe uh, French would be like Quebec. Yeah, I think I think they were saying they were from Quebec. But there was this band called Get the Shot who were awesome. Like, I was like blown away. Like very old school, hardcore, like New York hardcore vibe to them. Um, and it was a lot of fun. The lead singer was jacked. And I walked, he walked, walked right past me after their set. I was like, hey, man, awesome show. He's like, oh, hey, man, thank you so much. He didn't sound like that, but yeah. I thought you were about to say that the lead singer was Jeff. I was like, what a random thing to say. No, he, no they're awesome. They're really good. 18 Visions, like, crushed it. So he was, he was jacked and played metal? Yeah. He that's, was a, a, that's a throwback for anyone listening to this, to WWE programming of the 90s. Oh, jacked and played metal? No, well, Jacked was a WWE show and on Saturday nights, and so was Metal. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even realize that. But you can't remember, uh, you know, me mentioning Cooking with Brands in episode two. Yeah. Anyway, all right, but yeah, that was cool. Um, and then on Sunday, I was in Brooklyn because uh, my stepfather treated me to a bourbon tasting at the Kings County Distillery. Did you was, Did you lick the barrel? No, I. That was just a. So there's a picture of me. Wait, that I didn't see a picture of you. I was. <laughs> I was just asking if you licked the barrel. No, I didn't lick the barrel. There was no open barrels. I thought people lick barrels at bourbon tastings. No, they don't lick. So very small distillery. We got to try like seven different bourbons. Their chocolate bourbon was outstanding. They had a spice bourbon, which is really good too. Um, and I did some drinking that day. We started off with cocktails at this really great bar that was called The Golden Years. Bartender made a couple of great old fashions for us. Uh, we had an unbelievable dinner. Um, and then we did our bourbon tasting, and I was home. Uh, Where did you eat? This place, it was called St. Anselma's. It was in Bro- I don't. I'm not familiar with Brooklyn because I know there's like Vinegar Hill, and there's all these places all over, the pla- all over Brooklyn, but I was unfamiliar with it whatsoever. What was the cuisine? Um, it was like American like American bistro style. We started off with clams. I had a hanger steak, uh, you know, and it had like a little fusion to it, the broccoli, and we had like broccoli and squash as like a family style sides to it. And wine. And a nice a half bottle of wine, which was delicious. Red, um, white, rosé. Red. It was actually from the Red Hook Winery in Brooklyn. It was uh, from the Macari uh, Vineyards. It was a Merlot. Uh, if you're not familiar with Macari, it's based out of Long Island. So they, uh, you know, really tasty. It was nice, especially work with the, the rich... The richness of my hanger steak. You got a nice big Merlot in there that really uh, complemented it very well. Um, and then uh, Monday, Tuesday was Daddy Daycare uh, with my insane children, who I love dearly. I have to say that because my wife is sitting behind me. She'll say something. Um, no, but my, my, my kids are great. Uh, Wednesday was cooking with Brandon. Which, by uh, the way, my Nana tried the dish that, that I made. Oh, yeah? And what'd she think? She said it was delicious, and I was like, you want more of it? I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> and Thursday was Daddy Daycare, and I had to set up for the shoot I had today, and today was this two-day shoot that I have. So right after my shoot, I came home, decided that I wanted a podcast. So that's it for me for this week. It was a good week. Next week looks like it's going to be a busy week as well. Hope we get the World Series starting next week, and... Uh, did Gary Sanchez hurt himself? No. He outran. Wow. Gary, wow. These Yan- the Yankees are getting to Verlander early. That's a good thing. Uh, anyway, let's talk. Let, we don't have to talk about baseball yet. 
uh, let's get on because it, it wasn't a big heavy independent week. Heavy on the WWE stuff this week, which goes into TLC, which is Sunday, which is a very interesting pay-per-view nonetheless. But let's get to some outside the ring talk to start off. Uh, The WWE has been making a lot of female signings. Uh, This week, it has been reported that the WWE has signed Kavita Devi, who is the first female signee from India. Hopefully she gets the Ginger Mahal treatment and gets put up to the main roster. Uh, she was in the Mae Young Classic. Uh, I mean, she wasn't too impressive in the Mae Young Classic. but. Mm-hmm. And then they, they also said that they signed officially, I guess. Um, I think her name was Shadia Bazizo. I have no idea. I think she was a CrossFit girl. But like we reported it months ago that they signed her, so I have no idea. And it surfaced again that they signed her, so I don't know. All right. Yeah. But WWE had tons of uh, tryouts at the Performance Center this week. Uh, Some notable people that attended were Madison Rain, which is interesting. Like, if she gets signed, is Josh Matthews coming back to WWE? I don't think so. He's got a pretty prominent role in in, uh, TNA Impact, Global Force, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, Karen Q, she wrestles on Long Island for VPW, other local promotions a few matches and beyond ring of honor and uh matthew justice who wrestled for mywc and more recently aiw yeah thrash justice i remember him i believe he was signed once before oh really yeah back in the fcw days oh interesting yeah somebody else that was there uh i think it was uh, one of the the luchadors he was also signed I don't, El Hijo de something, Del something, I forget the name. But he was okay. also, I believe, signed previously to WWE. All right, cool. Interesting, interesting. Um, we talked about Neville last week and him apparently just walking out of WWE. It like looks like it's that way. Uh, another notable name that has apparently been given a leave of absence is Nia Jax. Uh, it was reported that this week that allegedly she walked out or allegedly she wanted a leave of absence. Uh, her BFF, Alexa Bliss, said she's taking a leave of absence from uh, you know the hectic schedule that they have. Uh, reports are saying that she's allegedly upset with her pay scale and how she's not being uh, how she's being featured. I mean, I can understand the whole being featured thing because especially with a, a woman of that size, you want to make her like. You like you did with Awesome Kong, but they're not doing that. You know, she should be more in that title picture, but it's like you know they're working with like the four horse women and all that stuff. And it's a separate brand. No, well, uh, that's Mainly. right. Well, Bailey and Sasha Banks are on uh, Raw. Yeah, but not in the title picture. Well, I mean, they're still and they're still in a more prominent role than Nia Jax. Well, uh, she, speaking, she walked out. <laughs> yeah, you know that you were no, there. I, I was joking. But. Okay. Um, talking about NXT and the four horsemen of NXT, uh, NXT TakeOver War Games is happening. Uh, however, the night before, uh, NXT is having a house show in San Antonio, and there is, the main event is going to be the champion Drew McIntyre versus Adam Cole for the NXT title. The special guest referee is Shawn Michaels. Uh, it's, it was reported that he's been doing a lot of stuff at the Performance Center. He's been, been there as a coach. Uh, so, and when Triple H has been out of town, he's been like acting as like the head producer, you know, segment, whatever agent you can. 
which I believe Triple H only missed one show ever for NXT. Was, yeah, was was those last tapings because he was in India? Was yeah. in India or something like that? Do you like? Do you think this is weird that they're having a house show right before the pay per view or right before Takeover? No, like the night before. They're gonna have a house show Saturday night before TLC. Are they? They usually do. I don't, I've, I've usually, never... it's usually it's it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday when it comes to, or or you know Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday when it comes to uh, you know the WWE. From what I I know, I thought you know, I honestly I I didn't think that they did that. Like if they were going to have a house show, I I thought it'd be like a SmackDown brand house show. Yeah, I don't which know. It, I would assume they would have. Hey, maybe we'll see a title change, and then going into uh, War Games, you'll have. Uh, you know, Adam Cole's your champion, which I don't want. Yeah, you know, I, don't. I think I think he's got to because the next night you have Almas Andrade Cien Almas versus Drew McIntyre, so it's like that would change the whole script of the entire show. Or maybe we'll see uh, Shawn Michaels super kick Adam Cole better than Adam Cole does a super kick. Yeah, who knows? Anything is possible. Anything oh, is did possible. you want to finish that line? <laughs> what? <laughs> who knows? We're just two marks or whatever, uh, two fans. We're just two wrestling fans that have a, a, a podcast that no one listens to. Um, anyway, let's get on to some independent wrestling talk. Uh, Ring of Honor had a big loop of shows this weekend, uh, the Global War shows, where they had people from New Japan Pro Wrestling in. Uh, you had Kushida was on a lot of the cards. You had the Killer Elite Squad. And then they had their big uh, Global Wars pay-per-view that was uh, Sunday night, the 15th in Chicago couple of the big things that were taken out of it. Of course, Cole Cabana was defeated by uh, Toru Yano, which uh, I heard was maybe one of the best comedy matches ever, but, you know, that's from somebody on some sort of uh, sheet, some sort of sheets. Um, bigger notes out of this, uh, after a match with the Addiction defeating Cheeseburger and Kushida, Bully Ray comes out, puts Christopher Daniels through a table, and then announces that he's retiring, well, which I, is upsetting. I, I think... I don't know if he actually said he's retiring, but he said he's, this will be the last table he ever smashes. I watched it. He's, he essentially said he was retiring. And then I, he said, I, I guess. He's not going to be in the ring. Yeah, so. So Bam wrote it on That kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, it, but you know, it's, it just shows that he wants to live his life. You know, I, I don't know if you saw that table hit that he got from uh, Mark Briscoe, was it? That put him in the hospital? Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, no, it was. It was a whole. It was like the side of the table too. It wasn't just like the the big flat part of it, like the girth of it. <laughs> Terrible word to use, but um, yeah. It, it but, specifically yeah, it, it sucks for for video games. Why? Because like we've been waiting. We as in the fans have been waiting for the Dudley Boys to make their return to a WWE 2K video game for years finally returned last year and then this year they're like oh yeah we're we retired and they're not in it yeah we have edge christian matt and jeff will will be downloadable content no doubt what this year yeah Uh, i haven't played a game since before i was the 2k took over yeah well yeah um but yeah i mean he had a good career though and but he said he's way better than good yeah oh yeah way better than good he won tag team titles all over the world in Japan. Every single major promotion in the United States. Um, 
It's also unfortunate that we never got that big singles run. In WWE. Yeah. Based, yeah. Like, singles run as in based on what TNA and TNA had. Yeah. As in but, Bully Ray. Yeah, I know. Well, you know what? At, at the time, they were going through that transitional phase of the tag team division where they needed the Dudley boys to come in and put over all the newer talent. So I think, I think uh, Bubba Ray would have done fantastic work in NXT. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. There. But he is still under contract with Ring of Honor. So he's still going to have some sort of capacity there, whether it be a producer. He said on Busted Open, which he's the one of the hosts of now, that he's going to be there at the door shaking people's hands, thanking them for coming in. So, Brandon, if you want to get that Funko Pop sign. <laughs> don't, they don't have Funko Pops, do they? Yeah, you'd know better than I would. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really I have no idea why that's a running gag with you. I don't know either. It, just, it, it, it worked. I could literally, I could take a picture of my collection, and there's only, there's only five. Yeah, there's only, there's only five. I thought there was four last week. No, there's the Red Ranger that's signed, the Green Ranger that's signed, the Blue Ranger that's signed, the Black Ranger that's signed, and then the Zack Ryder one that's not signed. Yep, that deer waiting for a purple paint pen to uh, get that signed. Um, like that, that happened one time. <laughs> <laughs> you bring different colored paint pens with you when you gotta get. I need this signed in this color paint pen. I need well, this signed. Yeah, in this they color. look nicer and they look they look nicer. Yeah. Anyway, uh, talking about uh, Funko Pops and one that Brandon can't wait to get is Kenny Omega's. Uh, Kenny Omega headlines the Global Wars in Chicago by successfully defending his IWGP United States Heavyweight title against Yoshihashi. So it doesn't look like that in, that uh, United States Heavyweight title is going anywhere off of Kenny Omega's uh, ripped abs. And uh, we'll see what's going on in the world of Ring of Honor soon because we're getting to, we're getting to the end of the year. We're getting to final battle. You know how is all the New Japan guys going to play into this? Uh, are the Hung Bucks going to successfully be able to hold on to their six man tag team titles? So wait, but the the bigger news to come from these events, Jimmy Jacobs. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, so at the end of this, uh, at the end of this event, as I called last week, I said Jimmy Jacobs will be in Ring of Honor sooner and later. Guess who shows up at the end of the event and takes a selfie with all the Bullet Club? Yep, you guessed it, Jimmy Jacobs, uh, and he is already smearing himself all over the indie scene. He is going to be at CZW coming up. He is going to be at Beyond Wrestling coming up. So, if you uh, want to take a picture with the unprofessional Jimmy Jacobs. Uh, your opportunity is coming up, so go uh, go check that out. It's like, what a stupid thing to have gotten fired over. He he was on some podcasts recently, and he said that, oh hey, um, yep. He goes, that's he's like, if that's what I was fired for, I'm fine with it. So it seems like it seems like from the clips that I heard that he's okay with getting fired. And now, you know, the sky's the limit for him. Yeah, yeah, but super stupid. Just like when uh, Daniel Bryan got fired for choking. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, well, you know what? Hey, listen, are we the boss? No, Vince McMahon's the boss, so. I mean, speaking of also stupid, it's like still that suspension that Titus O'Neil got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so stupid, too. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So getting getting on to some more independent wrestling saw. So, talk uh evolve had a string of shows this weekend in new york uh and new haven connecticut uh big east news haven, coming in bro east haven whatever new haven east haven 
The Haven. I don't know if they fight. I don't know if those two towns don't get along. I don't know either. Uh, Big news coming out of both of those shows was that we have a new WWN title uh, champion. Uh, Keith Lee defeated Matt Riddle, who was the inaugural champion, in a last man standing match. So could this mean that Matt Riddle might be on his way to WWE? Could this mean that just Keith Lee is just awesome, which he actually is? I just squished a bug. What kind of uh, bug? I don't know. It's a tiny little gnat fly thing. But, uh, yeah. So congratulations, Keith Lee. Um, Evolve already announced like their schedule for all their shows, Retromania weekend, and it's October. Joey oh. Janela's uh, spring break is coming back, which is going to be fun. Hopefully he books another uh, solid cord. Yeah, last last year, I, not last year, this year, I quite enjoyed watching it. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, we got some upcoming independent wrestling to talk about, correct? Yeah, some upcoming shows on the 27th of October in St. James, Long Island, New York. You have Creative Pro Wrestling, Welcome to the Dungeon. Uh, they're going to be seeing a Halloween costume rumble with Kevin Matthews, John Silver, Delroy, Kai Katana, Grim from Grimm's Toy Show, and uh, so many more. So I went to a Creative Pro show, I think it was last summer. And Grimm was supposed to fight Brian Myers, Kurt Hawkins, in like a ladder match for some title. And you can't believe the line that was outside because people were ready to see Grimm. Like when Grimm came out, he got like the Stone Cold Steve Austin pop in the at the Creator Pro Dojo. It was I was just like, what? and then after his match, everybody left. I'm like, okay, let me move up to the really? front. Really? Yeah. What? I hate when people do that. I mean, it was a bunch of kids. Yeah, but what, so like, like, what, what do you mean kids? Like children, children? or Yeah, like children, children who watch his, uh, you know, his YouTube show. <laughs> Wait, they were just children and like not people our age? I mean, there was some people our age. Me, and they and... left? No, that, the, people, the, people our, the people our age stayed. So the people that left were just children? Yeah, they were like kids with their parents. Their parents came because oh, they wanted to see Grimm. So, I mean, the creative horror shows are always fun. I went to a couple of them. Um, Ryan Gallione is going to be facing off against Bear Bronson, who had a great match against Ryback recently. Yeah. Chris Statlander taking on Nikki Adams. This is going to be a cool Four Corners match. Uh, you're yeah, gonna this have is Max- brand new. Rec- just, just recently yeah, I, announced. I think it was yeah, announced within the last day. Max Caster, former and first uh, creative pro champion, will be facing off against Alex Reynolds, uh, the one of the co-trainers of creative pro Pat Buck. And Joey Mercury, who uh, will be in this match, which should be interesting to see because you got the new school, the old school. Uh, you know, it's it'll be a fun four corners match to watch. Who I had no idea until recently was not with WWE anymore. Yeah, he hasn't been for a while. He does. Um, he's co-trainer at uh, Luke Gallows School yeah. in Georgia, the Good Brother uh, Wrestling School. Yeah. Uh, also taking place at Creative Pro Wrestling for the Creative Pro Championship in a last man standing match. Uh, the champion, Smart Mark Sterling, will be defending that title against Johnny Clash. Yep, and, and uh, it's called Welcome to the Dungeon because one of the uh, last sole survivors of the dungeon is going to be there, and that's Tyson Kidd, TJ Wilson. He will be there in some sort of capacity. Uh, for more information on this, go to createaprowrestling.com uh, and get your tickets. Gonna be in St. James, New York. Uh, I saw Brian Danielson team up with Tony Nese there to face <laughs> off against uh, Alex Reynolds and Papadon. his. It, it was Papadon. Yeah. Did you go to that show? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, wow. You, tr- okay. you tried to make me wear a tie. I did? <laughs> I yeah. thought I was trying to get Dave to wear a tie. Yeah, and then I, I was like, I don't wear ties. And then I guess Dave didn't wear a tie. Yeah, I remember you don't wear a tie because you didn't wear one to my wedding. I, that's true, I didn't because I don't wear a tie. <laughs> the only time I wear ties is for Halloween costumes. All right, thanks. I, I remember I, Halloween. <laughs> Halloween's more important than. Uh, I like I like the way I look without a tie. Did I, like I not you, look good? I don't remember a lot. Well, just picture me without a tie. <laughs> I think I could just I, I go into my my files here and look at Cooking with Brandon and, and look for you uh, not looking at it there, brother, brother. I, I like I'm like super worried about my brother's wedding. Like I oh, don't, yeah. Because I don't wear ties, so it's like, that's going to be super uncomfortable if I have to wear a tie. Yeah. Well, I assume I'm a groomsman that I'll be having to wear a tie. Yeah. But at least at least he wants us to wear sneakers instead of dress shoes, so that's awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, any more, what do we got uh, wrestling indie-wise? Anything um, else coming up? The 28th of October... Game Changer Wrestling, Worst Behavior. They're doing a double shot show with Beyond Wrestling. Beyond Wrestling, uh, their show's Denim Recruits, taking place in Howell, New Jersey. Uh, on the Game Changer Wrestling card, you're going to be seeing Joey Janelle take on Darby Allen, taking on Teddy Hart. All right, awesome. Uh, another looks like solid match you got going on there. Nick Gage is going to be facing off against Miedo Extremo. Yeah. And your uh, GCW World Heavyweight title match will be uh, Matt Tremont versus Marcus Crane. Uh, on the Beyond Wrestling side, you got one of our favorites and former uh, interviewer E of the show, John Silver's going to be facing off against Martin Stone. Uh, yeah, Chris Dickinson taking on Teddy Hart. And you're going to have uh, Joey Janela facing off against Michael Elgin, which should be an uh, interesting clash of styles. Yeah, definitely. So. That sh- should definitely be. Yeah, and that's all. Uh, I think that's all the independent wrestling talk we have for this week, huh, Brandon? Yeah. So check out those shows. Go to Howell, New Jersey next weekend. Go to St. James, New York next weekend. Yeah. Support indie indie wrestling. Support independent wrestling. Do we have any like fan questions or comments on the uh, website this week? No, I don't know why you asked that last week even. <laughs> because I want people to get involved. I want people to you know comment on the uh, the page here so we get some traction to the page. Yeah. Well, people are but, listening, but they're not interacting via questions anymore. Well, they, they should. Well, after this week, you know, it's, Dave's not going to be like, okay, guys, why don't you get all uh, your questions going in here? Because he's, but anyway, let's take a, uh, a quick break, and uh, we'll get back and we'll get into the world of the WWE, because it has sure been a crazy one here on Marking Out. Hey, guys, yours truly, Alex Reynolds, and you're listening to the Marking Out Welcome back to Marking Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, episode number 350. Uh, let's get into the world of the WWE, and let's start it off with Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Uh, anyway, let's. Uh, a big focus of Monday Night Raw this week was the Shield, and the Shield are back uh, in full force. Asterisk, uh, though. What do you mean? Well, listen. <laughs> well, we'll talk don't, about that later. Let's talk about that later because we'll talk about it right before TLC. Anyway, so they're back in full force. That means like coming out in their old tactical gear. That means coming out through the crowd. 
that means everybody marking out and going a little bit nuts. Uh, but they all were theme. Uh, all theme too. What? All theme. Yep, I said that coming out to their old theme. The out only the, the only thing that wasn't uh, relevant to Old Shield was Seth Rollins' hair is still all black. Okay. What do you want him to dye back? Well, yeah, I mean it's the Shield, you know. Well, listen, it's the new it's Shield 2.0. Okay. I think he's Ambrose got cut with, his hair. Well, Ambrose always cuts his hair from time yeah, to time. Yeah, but he cut his hair and it's well. Is he is he slicking it back like he did in the Shield? I mean, not yet, all right. but... All right, Mark, sit down. Um, anyway, The Shield is back in full force. Uh, they came out to their old entrance music. Uh, they had two big, big matches uh, going into TLC this weekend. However, Kurt Angle made a stipulation uh, before the main event, uh, but we'll go into that in a minute. You had the tag team titles defended when... Rollins and Ambrose faced off against the uh, the bar in a rematch from the last pay per view. Was it No Mercy? Sure, let's that go they, with that. Yeah, it was the last pay per view they fought off. Anyway, uh, Rollins and Ambrose get the win via pinfall. Thought it was a solid match. You know, yeah. I liked the, I liked the fact where he went to go for the spring uh, give uh, went to go give uh, Cesaro the slingshot into the corner, and he stopped himself as he got into the corner and like bump to you know tap to his head like oh hey look i'm this is not gonna happen to me again i'm smart yeah a lot of uh well it led to a, like a chain of reversals there yeah which good. I, I like that they teased that spot yeah absolutely um, I, the one like wonky part of that was the springboard heart attack that took forever to complete i guess sheamus had a hard time lifting up ambrose but still yeah. fantastic match I, I really in, I enjoy when Sheamus and Cesaro face off against the Shield. Yeah, I mean, this could be, you know, you, you have on SmackDown, you have the Usos and the New Day, but now this could be maybe like the same style of, you know, fighting. I mean, and, same, and like, good tag team feuding. Even more so, it's like, because of the Shield reunion, Ambrose just seems a lot better. He's it's jacked just like, up. It's just like more, like he just like revitalized Completely. Yeah. Absolutely. Seems like he's actually like wants to be there. Um, this wasn't the last we saw of the shield this evening though. Uh, apparently the Miz was talking to Kurt Angle about the match and saying that it has to be a five on three match because, yeah. you know, Dean Ambrose said they can, you know, they could take on five people, four people. So yeah, this Kurt was Ang- all, all done during a Miz TV segment. Yeah, which is all right. I mean, I mean Braun Strowman coming out and you know doing what he has to do, which is I I thought was good. But anyway, so that was all made during the match. You have your main event of Raw, which is Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns in a cage match. Everybody was allegedly supposed to be banned from ringside. That didn't happen. Well, uh, before that, even fifth member almost most clearly was going to be Curtis Axel. Yeah, he needed this. And the fans during that Miz TV segment completely behind Curtis Axel. Well, and, as, uh, as they should be. And then further on down the line in the night, Braun Strowman basically convinced Axel to like prove himself and go beat up the Shield. And then Miz found him hanging upside down, unresponsive. And yeah. then Miz announced that Axel was never the fifth man. He did. He announced he was never the fifth man. Um, and 
Yeah. So they had the cage match, and the cage match was fantastic. I thought it was. I thought the spot of pulling Roman Reigns back into the ring and suplexing him back into the ring was awesome. I don't think I've seen that in a, a match in a while. Yeah. And as Roman Reigns set up for another spear, perhaps. Yeah. Or a Superman punch, perhaps. Kane's music hit, and he returned through the ring. Yeah, Kane is back. The soon-to-be mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, uh, made his return to Monday Night Raw, chokeslamming uh, choke Roman Reigns, giving him the Tombstone Piledriver, and now it's going to be five-on-three at TLC. Kane, Braun Strowman, The Miz, and The Bar versus The Shield. Could Kane's attack on Roman Reigns be revenge for WrestleMania with Undertaker? That's what I could see. I mean, but, like, where do you, like, after this whole Shield reunion, maybe that's the way you go. Could it be revenge for Team Hell No and Ryback? Because they were in the first TLC match against the Shield in their first match. Yeah. And then lost? It could be. Only, it could be. Only time will tell. Well, yes, that's right. Only time will tell. Most uh, uh, most disappointing thing from this segment, uh, I guess 2017 completely did away with Pyro. So Kane's Pyro is now just a sound effect. Hey, listen. Uh, it's it's a different era. Uh, it's you can't always get what you want. It's disappointing. I mean, he had a remixed remix theme though. That was cool. Yeah, it was it was kick and bass drum in it. Yeah, that was interesting. That was interesting. Um, I, I like, Hey, it's a different, it's a new, maybe it's a new version of train of, uh, a new version of Kane of train. What was I talking about? I don't know. Um, yeah. So we'll see, uh, how the main event goes, but we'll talk about the main events in just a couple of minutes. Yeah. Some other things that took place during Monday night raw, you saw Apollo Cruz team up with Titus O'Neil and Jason Jordan defeating Elias and the club, which I liked the club doing Honky Tonk Man's theme song? Oh, it was great. Especially you have uh, Luke Gallows breaking into the Tex Ferguson uh, I was voice. I which... say, it was definitely more more so Southpaw than WWE. Yeah, I, I was, it was, yeah, I liked it. And again, they got another spot on TV. You know, yes, they're losing, but still, they have a spot on TV. And again, Jason Jordan just randomly being tossed into a tag team match. Yeah, hey, what are they going to throw Akira Tozawa with him? No, he's exclusive to the cruiserweight division. Well, uh, after that, we saw some cruiserweight action. Yeah, Cedric. let's talk. About, let's, let's, let's. I want to talk about the cruiserweight division because Cedric Alexander beats Jack Gallagher via pinfall. Solid cruiserweight division match. Yeah, Brian uh, Kendrick tried to. I mean, he was holding Cedric Alexander's foot, and Rich Swan. Dove off of the steel steps and hit a tornado DDT. Good. Solid. Which is awesome. Yeah. That's, what, that's what they need to do. They need to highlight the craziness and the high-flying abilities of the, the Cruiserweight division. Uh, bigger news, though, coming out of the Cruiserweight division. It looks like uh, Enzo Mori has found some friends. Because after him coming out, after Kalisto coming out, it looks like he's got some... As I said, he's got some friends. Then Drew Gulak, Tony Nese, Noam Dar, they come down and they all beat up Kalisto. Mustafa Ali tried to come down, but, you know, they, they all beat them down. It's, I, you liked it? I like this a lot. It just didn't make sense to me. 
This could, it, like I'll wait for them to explain as to like why all of a sudden like Enzo just roasted everyone the other week, maybe, and maybe now we all of a sudden Davari, Nice, Gulak, and Dar are just like oh yeah, cool. Maybe he opened their eyes, but this could be like the Enzo entourage. You know, because he's got like the muscle and Tony Nese. He's got the smart guy with Drew Gulak, and he's they got could money all... with Davari. Yeah, absolutely. And Noam Dar brings nothing to the table. Yeah, Noam Dar brings nothing to the table. Was like he, didn't, he, he didn't even bring Alicia Fox to the table because they broke up. Yeah. Um, Did you say he has a stupid haircut? Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like. I'm not a fan of Noam Dar. I don't know. He, I, I don't know. What I it think is. he's good in the ring. I think the very first time we saw him in WWE, uh, his cruiserweight cr- classic match, the first round was not a good match. Just uh, whatever reason didn't work, and then the next round was really good. But I like this Enzo having an entourage now, especially maybe he goes into TLC and beats Kalisto, and then him surrounding himself with all of these people to keep him from keeping to, to keeping the title. You know, it brings it brings a legitimate storyline into 205 Live, which Enzo Mori has been doing, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully they explain as to why all of a sudden those four people that were getting roasted. Bam roasted? Yeah. Uh, are now joining forces with him. So Yeah. We'll uh, some other things taking place on Monday Night Raw. Alicia Fox was defeated by Sasha Banks uh, after last week. She was like, "I didn't, I didn't tap out. I was just scratching my nose." So she got a rematch, and I really, I just don't understand the this feud. I, I was yeah. hoping, I was hoping Alicia Fox would maybe like get one over on Sasha Banks, but. That didn't yeah. happen. And then Alicia Fox attacked Sasha Banks backstage. So it seems like every other year Alicia Fox is crazy. So hopefully we see some something bigger with Alicia Fox happening soon. And uh, also some other women's division stuff. You had Bailey and Mickey James teaming up to defeat Emma and Alexa Bliss. Emma's got a big match in front of her this Sunday facing off against Asuka, which and is going to be a squash match. I think instead of having Mickey James pin Alexa Bliss in this match, which is the same match as Sunday, uh, I think it would have been nice to see Emma pin Bailey, type her up for Asuka. Bailey's yeah, not I'm... in like a storyline. She doesn't need a victory. She could have easily have been the person to lose in that match against somebody who has a huge match on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're right on that. Wow, I said that you're right on that one, yeah. Brandon. Wow, of course I'm right. Uh, one uh, one el- one other match that we're really looking forward to is going to be sister. It looks like sister Abigail against Finn Balor. Did sister Abigail make against her way to the this demon. podcast against the demon? Yeah. And no, because they changed the voice. They they had they aired the promo again, changed the voice from that stupid voice modulation. Where's to, the, why are you not using the voice module? Because they that? changed it. I don't have the, the little girl voice modulation that they changed it to. But yeah, so it's going to be two alter egos facing up. It's going to be Sister Abigail against the demons. It, it uh, was Finn supposed Balor. to be the first intergender wrestling match in years that we've seen. And it's but it was going to be between two men. <laughs> but, I mean... What about uh, Santina? That's... I said intergender, <laughs> like... 
he didn't wrestle. She didn't wrestle men, or did she? I don't think she did. She was just wrestling the women. Okay, All right, but yeah, no, it's gonna it's gonna be a, a battle of two alter egos, and it looks like the demon's gonna be a pumpkin. I mean, a let's not pumpkin. pretend like it's gonna. He's happen. gonna be the pumpkin king demon. <laughs> let's not pretend the match is still happening. Oh, we'll we'll talk about that when we get the uh, you know to more to TLC. Uh, so yeah, looks like a hot show going into uh, really surrounded by uh, the Shield going into Monday night. Uh, I mean, going into TLC. It's just disappointing. Um, There's so many things that should have happened that didn't happen. The pay per view is TLC. There's one TLC match. There's no table match, no ladder match, no chair match. Yeah, women could have easily, 100%, easily had a ladder match and stole the show. Yeah, the, the women of SmackDown did a better job at. Hyping up a TLC pay per view and it's not even their pay per view. So, yeah, we'll uh, but, we'll see how. But we'll talk. We'll talk about before we get into our predictions for TLC. We'll talk about maybe the changes that have come within the past twelve hours to TLC. Uh, let's get on to SmackDown. Uh, it was indeed the Kevin Owens show and the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn show. Um, this week, as you saw Daniel Bryan open up the show to an amazing ovation from his home state of Seattle, but then mentioned Sami Zayn. And with Sami Zayn, now comes Kevin Owens. So, you know, Sami Zayn calling Daniel Bryan a hypocrite because now going from facing the authority, now he is the authority. Which I thought was funny, and which was like, wow, I didn't even realize that. He's totally right. Yeah, but Sami Zayn, just like Dean Ambrose, it's like new life is just breathed into him. But it's different because before Dean Ambrose joined the Shield, he was still a face. Sami Zayn's now a heel. Yeah, but it's still like, it's just like he looks happy. Well, maybe he's just like that one of those born again Christians. You know, they look happy, but they're all dead inside. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What <laughs> no, does that gonna... even mean? I, I don't know. Those views were expressed, <laughs> but only by Chris and Chris alone. Yeah, so I, I'll, we'll get some sort of backlash. So, outcome of that segment, Daniel Bryan said he's going to find two people to punch them in their face, and he did. And that was your main event of the evening, which was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Randy Orton. This uh, interesting tag team. Look, I, I, mean, I want I, I want more of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, I want way less of Randy Orton, and I want more main event stuff with Nakamura. I know, but it's like I feel like Nakamura now is like in between a rock and a hard place because mm-hmm. he just had those series of matches with Jinder Mahal. He lost both matches to Jinder Mahal. He should still be in NXT, what he, really. What, no, he shouldn't mm, be. He, he sh- should a hundred percent. Okay, what whatever you say, Brandon. I don't think he should. I think he should be on the main event roster. But like, they're not they, doing I, anything. I, I, but after that big win against Cena, they should have just shot him through the roof. You know, yeah, if, but it's if like, they weren't going to do anything with him, realistically, why is he up here? Up because there they, because they were. I think they were banking on him being that big baby face, but his popularity in NXT didn't transition to the main roster because they booked him garbagely. Which okay, is not but, a real word, but yeah, Brandon but makes people, up. But people understand it. Garbagely is a swimming. the next cookie with Brandon. Brandon's be like, how oh, this food just smells garbagely. I don't cook things that don't smell good. I think, hey, it, it could be your take on the word garbagely. Garbagely could be, it sounds awesome. 
But anyway, Rand- Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn get a win over Shinsuke Nakamura and Randy Orton. Uh, Daniel Bryan then announces that Shane McMahon's coming back next week. And, okay, I think I killed it. The bug. Oh, you didn't kill it before? No, it's been flying around me for like, it's a, it's a small net fly. Pigpen over here? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's me. I'm Pigpen. Sorry. <laughs> I, I stink. Uh, so Shane McMahon's coming back next week to face he off against the, against the uh, Sammy Kevin Owens show. So it should be interesting where that feud goes from here. I would still like to see uh, an AJ Styles and Shane McMahon versus uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at a Royal Rumble match, but that's just me. It may, I mean, with him coming back so soon, maybe that even makes it rapidly faster happen. Awful grammar. Awful sentence. <laughs> yep. You're the worst. Man. You're the worst. Man. Uh, speaking of the worst, uh, not really the worst, but Becky Lynch teaming up with Charlotte and Naomi to defeat Tamina, Natalia, and for whatever reason, Lana. Uh, I don't understand. I still have no idea why Becky Lynch and Naomi randomly helped to attack Tamina and Carmella last week or the other week. Um, and then it just makes even less sense that Carmella wasn't in this match and she was just on commentary. Yeah. Hey, listen, she is the most dangerous woman in the SmackDown women's division. So she doesn't have to do anything that she doesn't want to. But like I said, they, they teased the chair stuff afterwards. So yeah, kudos for, been... for plugging TLC without actually plugging TLC. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked for it. Uh, Baron Corbin said uh, before his match against Sinkar that the U.S. Open Challenge is dead uh, and it's no more and that he wants to ride down a river of all the fans' tears in a canoe, if I'm not mistaken. You go canoe canoeing ever? No, never been canoeing. I don't think I could do a canoe. No? Do, do, do a canoe, no, I, I don't think I could kayak. I could barely paddle boat. We, I went, I went like... paddle boat, what is it? The pedal boat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was faulting easier. Anyway, uh, Sin Cara got the win in this, which is surprising. I yeah, like well, Michael via, Cole. Via count out. Yeah, but still, a, uh, fast, a, win. a very fast count out. I didn't. I didn't even like realize the ref was up to ten. Did you notice on? Well, Michael Cole was on commentary this week because Tom Phillips was allegedly out on assignments. Whatever. Like, what does assignment mean? Does he? Is he also affected? I, I don't know. We we don't know. But anyway, I liked how Michael Cole was like, Sin Carr is one of the toughest guys in SmackDown. You've never seen him fight it, you know, turn down a fight, which I thought was hilarious. It's like I want nothing more than for Sin Cara to actually be looked at as an actual contender. But um I don't think a countout victory is leading to that. Hey, you never like, know. May, maybe he's gonna keep picking up victories over Baron Corbin. Like lucky victories, like Corbin next week is like, oh, this is I hate this. I shouldn't. I you shouldn't have. I shouldn't have lost or whatever. I want another match with Sin Cara. And However, then Sin Cara like Baron Corbin trips or whatever, and yeah, right. He, he, finger he finger poke do finger poke of Doom one two three. Um, but Baron Corbin, there's one person Baron Corbin ever beat, and that was AJ Styles. Oh no, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Wrong wrong uh wrong segment. Anyway. Yeah, because I mean, because Sin Cara, he's never beaten Sin Cara, so 
Yeah, well, it, I don't yeah, even know so, if that's true. That could no. Could I was true. this. I was talking about the Jinder Mahal segment. Uh, Jinder Mahal comes out and makes a big announcement that in Survivor Series, since he's beaten everybody else, he is, wants to defeat the Beast, and he challenges Brock Lesnar to a match in Survivor Series. Since it is a uh, Raw and SmackDown joint production, it looks like that's going to be the main event. But which seems as though that the WWE Championship will not be defended until. At least December. Yeah, but, you know, Jinder Mahal said he beat everybody. He hasn't beat AJ Styles, so maybe after that match, maybe he'll go into an AJ Styles-Jinder Mahal feud. Um, however, I don't like this match because... With Styles and Jinder no, or Jinder and Brock? Jinder and Brock. There's no, like, you... If, if Braun Strowman cannot beat Brock Lesnar, no one should be beating Brock Lesnar. It's... Like, there's no way I could picture them even allowing Jinder Mahal to get a countout victory over Lesnar. I don't even think Brock Lesnar would allow, allow Jinder Mahal to get a win. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it just makes no sense. Like, if the champion, the WWE champion was Nakamura, and he was like, I want to challenge Brock Lesnar. Like, that's even something. That's a dream match right there. But like, that's already We've happened. seen it, we've seen it before. Yep. Uh, not in WWE. But that's more believable in my head than seeing Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar just because every single victory of Jinder's has been cheating. Yeah. So maybe uh, he'll take all three of uh, Mahal's crew and send them all to Suplex City. So when AJ Styles comes out and basically challenges Jinder for... To a match for the title, he basically gives him a hard no, and AJ attacked Gender and the Singh brothers. And then next week, one of the Singh brothers are going to be facing AJ Styles on SmackDown. Yeah, it should be. Uh, it should be. I would like. We haven't seen the Singh brothers wrestle since the Cruiserweight Classic. No, we saw them wrestle Orton, I think, but not in a one-on-one match. I think it was like a two, yeah, three-on handicap yeah. match. So. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see them work against uh, maybe one of the best wrestlers uh, out there right now. Uh, two more things from SmackDown, and then we will get Ooh, on. a little more than two. Yeah, there are two more things I would really have to worry about. I don't know. Brandon probably wants to talk about some sort of stupid backstage promo. Uh, of course, I do. I want to absolutely talk about Pulp Fashion. Oh, that well, that's that's one of the two things that I want to talk about. Well, what how the... can you not talk about Pulp Fashion? <laughs> yeah, so like another incredible segment from from Brazongo. Yeah. Or as my son calls them, the real guys. That sounds. I, I, I feel don't like know. I remember hearing the real I guys prob- as something. I don't know, but he he pretends that him and my daughter are Brizango and and Fanda- uh, Tyler Breeze and Fandango, <laughs> and he doesn't call them Brizango. He calls them real guys. And when he tries to wrestle me on the couch, me and my wife are New Day, and him and my daughter are the real guys, and the real guys always win. Yeah, oh. so the Ascension wanted to be friends with Brizango. A, a lot of Pulp Fiction references into this. Brandon got uh, none of them. Yeah, because you've never seen Pulp Fiction? mm And you've seen Tower Heist how many times? One, twice, three times. Uh, okay. Three times. Uh, th- 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 I've, seen, th- I've seen the WrestleMania 21 version of Pulp Fiction. Go with watch. Eddie, with Eddie Guerrero and Booker T. I'm I not into movies like that. 
but you're in the tower. You've seen Tower Heist three times, and you've never seen you've never seen Pulp Fiction once. You ever see Get Pulp Shorty? Fiction. Yes, that was a good movie. Be cool. Yeah, it was. Be cool was good. Even though a lot of people hated Be Cool. Anyway, if you've seen Pulp Fiction, if you've seen Pulp Fiction, you get the references. Uh, the whole Tyler Breeze passing out on the floor thing was an homage to Uma Thurman's accidental heroin overdose, which is who oh. Tyler Breeze was dressed like. So, well, I, I understood that one, that yeah. part. But, I mean, not the heroin part, but is are they, is somebody allergic to pickles in Pulp Fiction? or No, the allergic to pickles was... Her, in well, in the movie, what happens is John Travolta's boss asks him to hang out with his wife. So John Travolta, which his wife is Uma Thurman, so they go out to dinner and then they go back and hang out. And as John Travolta's in the bathroom, Uma Thurman goes into John Travolta's coat pocket and pulls out what looks like cocaine, but it's actually heroin. She snorts it. She overdoses. And she falls on the floor, and then they have to they have to go to like John Travolta's CD friend to get a needle to revive her. Well, it would be unfortunate to be allergic to pickles. Yeah, I know delicious <laughs> kosher pickles. That's dude. I had at Juniors last night. I had they just keep coming, ask more for more pickles. So they it's unlimited you, pickles. Unlimited pickles. Uh, they're sour pickles, I believe. Oh, okay. Those. I like sour uh, they give you beets, pickled beets and onions, and uh, the vinegar coleslaw oh vinegar based coleslaw yeah which i i Good. mean i would rather have mayo based but no no man vinegar based especially like southern cooking vinegar based coleslaw is the best yeah no i would rather have on a good por- pulled pork sandwich with like well, an apple I, cider vinegar coleslaw Ugh. but even i mean i've never been to a barbecue restaurant that didn't have mayo in their coleslaw because, well i mean there's certain there's certain barbecue places that do do it <laughs> do do okay. Uh, certain parts. <laughs> yep. I am a thirty-two-year-old adult. Uh, anyway, I thought it was a great pulp fashion. Yeah, they, uh, and Ascension was like clearly two B is Bludgeon Brothers. Another weird promo from the Bludgeon Brothers. That by the way, this week. Yeah, but uh, and the Ascension tried to get uh, Fashion Files Four to be a thing. Oh, the Fashion Files. That's right. Like, the, oh, yeah. I guess, like the Fantastic Four. But we'll see what happens with that. Uh, the other thing that I was going to talk about backstage segment wise that I thought was fantastic, which I threw that word out I think three times now, uh, was Aiden English singing backstage, being interrupted by New Day, uh, only to have Rusev interrupt them and said that it's Rusev Day, which led to Xavier Woods playing Rusev's theme song on the trombone again. Which is funny. And uh, and then Rusev stepped on cereal, looked like he wanted to laugh. And, uh, yeah, it was a good segment. English, English started to sing Rusev's theme song, and he goes, not the time. I thought you it was funny. About Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler? Yes, Dolph Ziggler uh, got the victory using Bobby Roode's trunks. Cheating to win. I told you, what did I say last week? This is the start of what's going to be a decently long feud. You get Bobby Roode getting the, the win with the roll of the tights. Now you get Dolph Ziggler getting the win with, the, with the, the, the hook of the tights. Yeah, it started out as a feud over entrances, moved on to a feud about cheating to win. And, uh, I mean, so far between them, honestly, nothing's really been great. But both of them are tremendous talents. And hopefully one day down the line... 
we'll see one of those matches that like completely blow us out of the water. Yeah, it's one of those one of those show stealing matches that Dolph Ziggler is all about. Yeah, I like I'm that, I'm waiting for that. Hopefully that happens. <laughs> so. so next week we get the return of Shane O'Mac to uh, SmackDown. We'll see how that goes from there. Is there anything else SmackDown wise you want to talk about, Brandon? Nope. Moving nope. on to the pay per view taking place this Sunday in Minneapolis, Minnesota, at the Target Center, WWE TLC. Yeah, tables, ladders, uh, and chairs. Huge changes to the pay-per-view that were, as I said earlier, announced a couple hours ago. Um, allegedly, what's going on within the WWE locker room... There's two different that, allegedly's. Allegedly's. Allegedly. Uh, so, as we saw a couple weeks ago, Bo Dallas has been taken off the of TV, apparently selling a Roman Reigns injury. Uh, from what's being reported now on the sheets, brother... Uh, is that Bo Dallas has some sort of viral meningitis. But I also saw they were testing for mumps. Mumps as well. I did not see anything about mumps. Uh, However, WWE has released a statement saying, we have confirmed that three of our performers have been diagnosed with a viral infection. For a precautionary measure, we are assuring in-ring performers and staff are tested and immunized in accordance... Immunized in accordance with recommended medical guidelines. So there's some sort of viral infection going around, and it looks like it's affecting Bo Dallas, uh, JoJo, which her mother is saying that she's not sick. Uh, She said, I believe she said she doesn't have meningitis. uh, She doesn't have meningitis, and uh, Bray Wyatt. So apparently, Bray Wyatt has been taken off the card for Sunday's TLC match has been replaced by AJ Styles. So it's now going to be the Demon Finn Balor against AJ Styles. Um, That's not the only person that else has been taken off the card. Uh, The big main event is supposed to be Cesaro, uh, Braun Strowman, Kane, Miz, and Sheamus against the Shield. Uh, There's only now going to be two members of the Shield, as Roman Reigns has been taken out of this match and replaced with Kurt Angle. Yep, Kurt Angle. His first match in a WWE ring in 11 years is going to be on a five-on-three handicapped tables, ladders, and chairs match. It's like, yeah, we don't know if we want to clear Kurt Angle, but we need him. We're in a pinch. Let's put him in the most dangerous match. Like, I was, t- I, I was talking with Dave about it. He said, maybe you should throw, what do you say, Elias in there? Uh, maybe- no, he wanted, say- he wanted Elias to be tossed in against... Finn Balor because they have history That's so right. yes that would make sense I make figured sense. maybe I mean it's basically based, based off of the Monday Night Raw promo that we saw between Finn Balor uh, or from Finn Balor it's a Halloween match like I said the other week Yeah, Goldust Goldust and ba- Finn Balor have history both of them could have easily done some sort of Halloween gimmick match hey but you know what I'm not complaining about this because I mean yeah, the replacement. It's, AJ Styles also has history with Finn Balor. Yeah. I to, think I think the match is gonna be incredible. It's just I think it's stupid that they're going to SmackDown. They can't put somebody else in it. I am fine with this. I but overall, am, for storyline purposes, it's dumb. I mean Especially I'm, especially with the stuff leading with AJ Styles and Jinder Mahal. Like I don't see AJ Styles being a victory over 
Finn Balor. I don't know if it's still going to be Demon Balor or if it's just regular Finn Balor. I think now. it's still Demon Finn Balor. I would assume that it's not because it's just a waste of a demon there. Okay. So, I mean, you have no other real options to go through with this. but You, you know what I'm excited about? Because we haven't seen this in WWE yet. Right. And it's two former leaders of the Bullet Club. Not that we'll ever hear any mention of that, I assume. No, you won't. There's a possibility that we will, but I doubt it. No, you're not going to hear any sort of talking about it. I think this match could have also easily have been uh, Matt Hardy and Finn Balor versus the club. Uh, that That could have been an option, too. But listen, you know... You hype up something like the Return of the Shield in a, in a match, you, you got to replace it with something of that nature. It just I mean, it, would sucks, I, would it I, sucks that it's like the whole this whole pay per view revolved around the whole the the reunion of the Shield, yeah. and now it's Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins who have been tagging together. They are champions, and randomly Kurt Angle. I think there there had to have been another way. You could have that. made you could have had Kurt Angle come back at WrestleMania to face the Miz because it seems like they've had some bad blood since they're in the same thing. You could have built it up to go to WrestleMania, which is what of what what I would have seen, which would I would have liked. If what, am I complaining that I get to see Kurt Angle? No, absolutely not. I think it's awesome. It, it is. It, it's awesome. It's absolutely like there's of course Kurt Angle's. It's awesome that we're seeing Kurt Angle wrestling in WWE again. It's just unfortunate that this is the randomly through. Like, there's no storyline whatsoever as to. It's yeah. like, oh, you talk bad about my son. Yeah, you could throw Jason Jordan into the TLC match. Come I on. don't. I please no. <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I don't want. I don't want to see any. Like, I mean, I don't want Kurt Angle in this match, but it's happening. So, it, it, it's it's tough. You can't work around. It's really you can't yeah. work around stuff like that. No, you can't. But. Uh, yeah, so this Sunday on the WWE Network for nine ninety nine, or if you subscribe now, it's free for your first month. We got a TLC, and on this podcast, we do predictions. So let's get to, can we get to predictions, Brandon, or is there something else you want to talk about? Mm, yeah, we can go right to predictions with the kickoff match, which is like, I can't believe Sasha Banks is on a kickoff match, in a kickoff match, but Sasha Banks taking on Alicia Fox. Dave is going with Sasha Banks. I'm pretty sure you would go with Banks, too, no? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go with Sasha Banks. I'm going to say Alicia Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What's next? Let's go to Alexa Brian Bliss Kendrick. Is... Okay. And, gentlemen, Jack Gallagher versus Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan. I'm um, going to say Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan. Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan. I am also going to say Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan. David said Alexander and Rich Swan as well. All right. Uh, the WWE Raw Women's Championship is going to be on the line as Alexa Bliss defends her title against Mickey James, a battle of the new and old school. Uh, I'm going to say Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Got him. Got him. I got the bug finally. Oh, you didn't get it before. No. I thought I did. All right, who are you picking? Greg? I'm going with Alexa Bliss as well. I don't want to see her lose the championship. 
No, she's too good in that role right now. And then she'll she'll lose it to Oscar next month. Yeah. So straight down the board is is Alexa Bliss for that. Taking place, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. David originally had Sister Abigail winning this match. However, Sister Abigail is no longer in this match. So Dave's uh, prediction is null and void? Uh, no, he changed it to Finn Balor. Yeah, I'm going to say Finn Balor. Which is like... I don't know. Oh, that's tough, though. I mean, I'm saying Finn Balor. You could take... I'll, I'm going to take Finn Balor, too, but it's like... You could take AJ is, Styles, but that really doesn't make sense. Uh, disqualification. No one wins. Oh, that that would make sense, but... Yeah. I don't know what the... What I'll, the I'll say DQ Finn. would go. Oh, Oh, yeah, of course. You know what? Hmm. Time limit draw. No, you could 100% end that in DQ because of what I just said earlier. AJ Styles has Jinder Mahal and the Singh Brothers. Jinder Mahal, Singh Brothers show up. Boom. But aren't they on, aren't, isn't the of SmackDown roster in South America? Oh, right are they? I don't know. Yeah, they are. Apparently, uh, what I read was Kevin Owens uh, had to go home for a personal, uh, some personal uh, oh. things this weekend from the tour. And AJ in had South- to go for this yeah so i mean whatever's going on with kevin owens we uh wish him the best yeah so let's i don't know maybe i mean um, i'll say finn balor because he, if he's doing the whole demon gimmick you know they got they got to put him over maybe he's not though so but we'll see sunday or maybe this is the inception or maybe maybe gals and anderson comes out and this is finally the balor club but what if finally. they all just what if they all hug and Join forces. And two sweet in the middle of the ring and then just say <laughs> and, <laughs> and take a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Titus O'Neil's gimmick. Come on. No, Titus O'Neil would, would hug Vince. <laughs> and then beat him and then push him. Yeah. I'm gonna say Finn Balor. Okay. So we have a the long awaited main roster debut. I still think Asuka could have still been the women's champion in NXT. Uh, but Asuka will be taking on Emma, and if anybody says anything else other than Asuka, that's just dumb. I'm going to say Emma. I'm I, kidding. I don't believe you. Yeah, don't believe me. Asuka it is. Yeah, David chose Emma. Really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He chose Asuka. <laughs> I was going to call him right now. <laughs> yeah, no, he's got Asuka. Okay. Uh, Taking place for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship, we have the champion defending the title against Enzo Amore. Uh, the champion, that being Kalisto, you're going with Enzo. I don't know about this one. This is tough. I'm it's saying like, I'm saying Kalisto. Dave said Enzo. I'll say Enzo too. I because like, with the I, with the formation now of his his squad. I feel yeah. like that's going to benefit him, and I feel like the only person on Kalisto's side is Mustafa Ali. So it could pay dividends. Yeah, so you're probably correct. I'm always correct. Come on. But, uh, but I'm going with Kalisto. Okay. And in the main event of the evening, um, nope, that's incorrect. For the WWE Women's Championship, no, we already did that. Yeah, we did. Man, yeah. you are the worst. So, yes, for the main event of the evening in a five-on-three handicap TLC match, first time ever probably, uh, you have Dean Ambrose teaming up with Seth Rollins, teaming up with Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle should probably... Um, Give an Olympic slam off the top of the ladder through 17 tables to the outside? I'd love to see that. I was going to say get a wig for this match and a fake beard. 
<laughs> and just Superman punch everybody. And should definitely, definitely come out with the bulletproof vest and everything. Um, the tactical gear? Yeah, 100%. So Kurt Angle making his big ring return, big in-ring WWE return. Can you talk? Yeah. Braun Strowman's the opponent, Cesaro, Sheamus, Miz, Kane. Uh, again, I would assume it's Shield across the board. I mean, I, I would say it was the Shield, but now that Kurt Angle's added to it, I feel like... You don't think Kurt Angle's about to win his first match in 11 years? He's not going to lose it. I think maybe right, so. Dean Ambrose or Seth Rollins will get will get pinned. But I don't know, man. It's it's tough. Like if, if Roman Reigns was there, I'd say hands down it'd be Shield across the board. Oh, but wait. how do you win this? You got a pin? Yeah. What what's at the top of the ladder? <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. A bear trap? Like um, maybe right, some I'm medication. Gonna... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're MMR shots that they should have all got when they were 12 months old. I had um, meningitis as a kid. You had really? You had yeah. meningitis as a kid? I almost died, yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you get your MMR shots? I, were I you vaccinated as a kid? I don't think I was able. I was too young to get those vaccines at that time. Uh, no. Yeah. What, what measles, measles, mumps, and rubella? No, for meningitis. I don't know what. I don't know. Is, but yeah, I don't know. About I that. was too young to get the vaccine, and then I got it, and then I grew up. <laughs> yep, and then and now you're and now you're still here. Yeah, I'll just say the shield is fine. Yeah, so uh, very. I mean, they had to do what they had to do. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta get because I don't think if you. Just said it was going to be a five on like, and you replaced with some some Larry on the on the roster. It's like, do you say you Larry got, because of Impractical Jokers or no? No. Okay. Okay. Um, but there but, had to have been other options to like. I mean, where's Big Match John? <laughs> John Cena. Yeah. I I heard he's like he can't wrestle until he's finished with his movie obligations because they don't want him to get hurt. That would have been awesome though. Hmm. I I would have popped for that. Like, there had fun. to have been other options. Like, I don't know. It's Cassius Ono? No, why? Uh, yeah, because why? He's supposed to be the original member of the Shield? I mean, you never know. Who knows? You think he'll fit in Roman Reigns' tactical vest? I don't know. I mean, isn't Samoa Joe ready to come back? That's right, but he's, he's a heel. He's a heel. Yeah, yeah, but he'll return as a face. Yeah, right? People love him. He's a terrible face. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, yeah. He's a great heel. I mean, Kurt Hawkins could have filled in. <laughs> yeah, then, no, but then they would have lost. <laughs> Imagine if Kurt Hawkins got the pin on Braun Strowman. That place would have went nuts. Yeah. I think that's one of the, the best things they're doing is keeping Kurt Hawkins losing because people are getting invested into it. It's awesome. So that'll be uh, – that's TLC for this, for this uh, Dude, Sunday. Dude, Matt Hardy could have even filled in. Yeah. He's if a TLC Hawkins, guru. Yeah, and that might, that, that might be uh, – Speaking of Matt Hardy, that might be a part of my uh, match of the week for this week. Uh, but anyway, I think we're done with uh, TLC predictions. Dude, Neville or... could have Neville could have filled in, gotten yeah, his main Neville. event spot. Twenty foot ladder, red arrow through seventeen tables. People would have went nuts if Neville was the replacement. Rhino, oh, yeah. he's got ladder match experience. Rhino. <laughs> 
Yeah, Heath Slater, he has kids. Why isn't he in the main event? Jinder's yeah. in the main event. Well, not really. Well, uh, Survivor Series will definitely be in the main event. In a squash match. Yeah, well. Well, anyway, that's our predictions for TLC on the Sunday. Uh, let's get... What else do you have to talk about, Brandon? Versus match of the week? No, shameless, shameless plugs. plugs. Yes, yeah, sorry. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right. It's time for your shameless plugs. Uh, anyway, I talked about it earlier in the podcast. I want to give a huge shameless plug to the band Get the Shot. They're the band from Quebec. Quebec, Quebec. I don't know. Someone tell Brandon that I'm saying it wrong or saying it right. Because uh, I'm going to continue with the social media strike. No. Um, what? They score runs? Not yet. Okay. Um, anyway, get the shot. They have an album that was uh, released this year called Infinite Punishment. Uh, you can find them across all platforms Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Get the Shot HC. Uh, they were awesome. I was really, really impressed with them. They have a very thrash, New York hardcore vibe to them. So go check that out. Did you mosh? Uh, you know what? I was really thinking about coming out of mosh retirement for this, but I stopped myself. Because the last time I went to mosh pit, I got kicked in the back of the head and thought I had a concussion. Dude, I, uh, I, I don't understand mosh pits at all. And it's just a way to get your aggression out. I do not get it. I don't understand why you think Tower Heist is a good movie. So Have you ever seen Tower Heist? Yeah. No, you haven't. Yeah, wasn't <laughs> No, you haven't. You have not seen Tower Heist. I've seen mosh pits. I don't understand them. Hey, listen. So people understand things. People are beating people up. That's illegal. Yeah, they're not. No, they're beating people up. I saw a woman get punched in the nose. Yeah, because whoever that person was, they were crowd killing. Crowd killing is like, because you're supposed to mosh on the inside of the pit. You're not supposed to mosh on the outside. And then there's people that think that what crowd killing is, is that you run along the side of the mosh pit and you throw fists and you throw kicks at people. You know, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to keep it in the middle. You don't throw a whole you know, ever? Um, I actually had one time in a mosh pit I had my friend pick me up on his shoulders and I was doing Liu Kang kicks through the mosh pit. How did you get kicked in the back of the head? Were you out the, were you I was on the, the outside? Mi- I was in the middle of the pit and I got kicked right in the back of the head by someone that thought crowd surfing in the middle of a mosh pit was okay. And what'd you do? During, I picked up my hat that I thought I lost. I was really depressed about it. And I went and I walked to the bathroom. I splashed my face off and I went and stood on the outside of the mosh pit. And I was like, oh man, I think I have a concussion. But I didn't have a concussion. So yay to that. Continuing on my shameless plugs, I'm giving a shameless plug to another podcast. The ENC Pod of Awesomeness. If you have not listened to this podcast yet, it is awesome. Uh, Edge and Christian take their friendship and how well they work together and turn it into a podcast. Uh, most recently, they've had guests like Randy Orton, John Cena, Kevin Owens, Goldust. Uh, they have a segment called Tales from the Indies with Tommy Dreamer, or as I like to call him on the podcast. Tabby, 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 tabby. Anyway, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at ENCPod. Follow Edge on Twitter at EdgeRatedR and Christian on Twitter at Christian4Peeps. And uh, don't follow their producer, Mega Matt. You know, I, but, I asked him if, if he's ever seen WTW. <laughs> I know. You told me about this. Oh, I did? Yeah, WTW was the uh, backyard wrestling fed. We had Zack Ryder's backyard. But, so, he, but he's never seen it, so. 
Yeah. Hey, listen, it happens. Dude, I thought for sure he would have seen it. Yeah. I well, I from what I allegedly heard, apparently he had, Zach Ryder had like viewings of them back in developmental. Right. That's why I mean, like a hundred percent would have thought he would have ended up seeing it by now. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, and then one more shameless plug goes to the uh, whose segment this actually is, which is Dave's segment. So go follow Dave on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore mo. I wish him. He does regardless. That's three, three, three. No, no, I think it's three. Prowrestlingtees dot slash marking out. Uh, yeah, go give Dave a it's, follow. It's actually a forward slash. Whatever. Regardless, that's four. Prowrestlingtees dot com slash marking out. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, shameless plugs for the week. It's actually one of my pet peeves that everyone says backslash. You know, it doesn't matter. They're always forward slashes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, Brandon, any uh, shout-outs? Uh, what happened to Match of the Week? Well, don't you do that after Brandon shout-outs? No, Brandon shout-outs are the last thing we do. Oh, Chris, do you have a Match of the Week? Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week. Match of the Week this week is actually a match that happened 18 years ago this week. Uh, Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys at No Mercy, 1999. This was the end of the Terry Invitational Tournament, which uh, the Hardys then won. You know, they could have uh, hung a bag of money <laughs> at TLC this year. They, they could have. Um, but this match, you could say, revolutionized the uh, ladder match for years to come. And this was the start of all those great ladder matches with Edge, Christian, the Hardys, the Dudleys, too. Uh, and, yeah, I went back, watched it. Uh, still holds up to uh, anything that comes out today. So, match of the week. Go check it out. It's on WWE Network, nine ninety nine a month. And you can get your first month free if you sign up now. Nope, they don't sponsor the show. Uh, and you know what? They don't. They don't sponsor either. Brandon, your shout outs. Who are you shouting out this week, bud? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout outs. First shout out is going to the documentary Jim and Andy. Did you hear anything about this or no? I saw. I watched the trailer for it. It, it looks it, awesome. Yes, it's a behind the scenes look at uh, at Man on the Moon of Jim Carrey when they were filming that movie. Uh, yeah, apparently he like stayed in character the entire time. It's nuts. Yeah, I can't wait for that to come out. I think uh, Man on the Moon is probably my favorite movie of all time. Okay. So definitely looking forward to that. Uh, up next, and Jerry Lawler's in the trailer because he's nice. in the movie. Uh, up next is 100% an anti shout out. You said last week you made a joke about anti shout outs. I told you on Wednesday they're getting an anti shout out. WWE Shop, 100%. It sucks for whatever reason. The new t shirts are $27.99 as opposed to $24.99. That's just absurd. That's ridiculous. That's so stupid. Uh, and then the last actual shout-out is going to Billy Joel. Because thanks to Jimmy Kimmel Live, uh, he's in the lead for musicians I've seen the most live. So that's awesome. Great. And then Good. in December, he gets tied up again. By who? <laughs> With Taylor Swift. By T-Sweezel. By yeah, T-Sweezel. Because I, I got a ticket to see her at Jingle Ball. That's right. You're going by yourself to Jingle Ball, Brandon. <laughs> Dude, I like what sucks about going to and she's shows gonna play like, like three that, songs. What? She's gonna play like three songs. She'll probably play five songs, but that's a stacked lineup. It's 
like Demi Lovato, Ed Sheeran, Fall Out Boy. I like that new Ed Sheeran song. Um, Shape of You or Castle on the Hill? No, the other one about the, the girl that he wants to date. Galloway. The Galloway Drew girl? Ga- yeah, Galloway. Drew Galloway. <laughs> the Drew Galloway girl? Yeah, the Galloway girl or something. Yeah, I like that song. Yeah, it's a good song. So, but but it sucks like going to shows like that where I get like people just stare at me. Yeah, mommy, who's this creepy uh, guy that looks like Hurley from Lost next to me? Yeah. Stay away from my twelve-year-old daughter. I'm like I've gotten every single time, eight times that I've seen Taylor Swift, I've never sat next to a child. So I've gotten lucky eight with that. Eight times you've seen Taylor Swift. Yeah, dude, you would go to see Taylor Swift eight times. No, I wouldn't go to see Taylor why, Swift why eight times. You? you love Taylor Swift. Uh, not that much anymore. You were literally singing Look What You Made Me Do on Wednesday. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so. Or the song that Brandon wrote. You guys want to hear about the song Brandon wrote? <laughs> 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 anyway, let's, uh, Grant, are those all your shout out Brandon? Yeah, now it's time for Hours. That is right, our mark out moment of the week. You got one, you got two. I got, I mean, I got a couple. I got a couple. Uh, I mean, I marked that pretty hard and the shield came out of their tactical gear. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome, but actually, this is pretty awesome. I know it's not wrestling related, but anyway, so I said I went to go see 18 Visions on Saturday night. Um, The lead singer is apparently a rabid Cubs fan, he has the Cubs logo tattooed on his elbow. Um, very depressing that they lost this year, but hey, we'll get them next year. I yeah, mean, I, I was looking forward to hearing the song. Hey, you know what? The night that they, uh, night that I saw you, they did win. So that was you could have heard it that night. And but they almost lost. Yeah, they all think. Listen, listen. There was they had a, Joe Madden is really big on like phrases and stuff like that for the year. This year it was embrace the hangover, and they embraced the hangover a little bit too much. Um, they start the first half of the year, they were a sub 500 team and then they came around one of the division. Uh, they shouldn't have def- They shouldn't have beaten the uh, nationals, but they did, you know, their bullpen was just taxed. They're tired. You know, they're a young team. They haven't played this much, but next year, when it's a Yankees Cubs world series, I might just have to, I don't know. Not and, and what happens this year? I'm not going to say if who wins or who loses, but maybe and, maybe the World Series will see a uh, New York rivalry. Yeah, you never know. Uh, but anyway, so as I said, James Hart, the lead singer of 18 Visions, rabid Cubs fan. Uh, anyway, we're in the middle of the set. They're playing one of the songs. He takes my hat and he starts smacking it and pointing to the sea on top of it. I'm just like, okay, I know this guy's a Cubs fan. I'm wearing my Cubs hat. They're, they were winning at the time. And all of a sudden, I check my phone. Albert Moore Jr. hits a two-run home run. End of the set, you know. Lead singers coming around, slapping everybody's hands. I look at him and go, Albert Almora Jr. just hit a, a two-run home run in the fourth. He looks me dead in the eyes. I look him dead in the eyes. He goes, holds his fist out to give me a fist bump and goes, F yeah, I've been watching in the back even before our set. And I give him a fist bump, and yeah, that was the end of my night. And I just marked out hard. I was like, yeah. Came boy down. I'm like, yeah, James Hart gave me a fist bump for being a Cubs fan. Yeah. Now, how did Mar- Matt Hardy fit into that? Matt Hardy. Yeah, it didn't, oh, it was Matt Hardy fit into the match of the week. Yes. Oh. Yeah, because he was it was that match. 
So I kind of, uh, what were you going to say? No, that's it. I was going to say I kind of popped uh, one of the songs that they played in between commercial breaks at Kimmel was No Sleep Till Brooklyn. <laughs> so I performed at at the Brick Brooklyn Academy of Music. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. No, it was I did the wrestle rap. I know you did you did the wrestle rap. And every other rap that I had during high school. I used it was Nunzio's theme song in WWE. Without the words. Whoop. What? Uh, the Yankee game's on in the background, sorry guys. Yeah. No one so, cares about baseball me. But yeah. So, Mark Outs, uh, no, Brandon's uh, Brandon Rap. Next week uh, will be the world premiere of Brandon's new song. No, it won't. Uh, I won't be here anymore. Dave maybe. Will be, uh, maybe you will. Maybe I will. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I know. Rachel, my wife is laughing in the background. Or it might be a Brandon solo show. Who knows? Yeah. But if it's a me and Dave show, I think, Dave, if you're listening, you got to come down here and we'll just drink. No. But, uh, water? What if, what, what if he drinks water? Staying hydrated, absolutely. Yeah, I thought yeah, you would then can... relay that message to Rachel and get her reaction to that. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, that was our show this week. Marking out three hundred and fifty. Uh, next week we will talk about the fallout from uh, tuberculosis. Damn it, meningitis uh, or mumps. Yeah, no, yeah, I was trying to think of TLC. Chlamydia. Tuberculosis, laryngitis, and chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see how that goes. We'll talk about everything going on the SmackDown front. Shane McMahon's coming back. Uh, we'll definitely have a whole bunch of indie talk. Uh, and uh, and we'll have Brandon. Brandon will be here. Yeah, so check us out. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkinOut. Go to MarkinOut.com and listen to every episode available there. Yep, absolutely. Thank you to Ring Rope Rebellion, if they're still a uh, a thing, for making our theme music. Thank you to Nick Matojo for making our logo that you can find on all of our shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkinOut. Yeah, um, youtube.com slash out 11 Cooking Dave. with Brandon. Yeah, Cooking with Brandon coming soon. And watch Where's Dave. I watched this the other day. The, the resolution on so bad, but it, they're, they're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Dave the, the Rave. there. Yeah. 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 Dave the anyway. Rave underscore M-O, at Chris Sweendog, BTTG161, at Marking Out. We wish you the... Gonna join in maybe best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a fantastic week. Yeah, good. It's all gonna be better on the roof.